0: Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a
1: time. I'm Casey and I'm Alex. We've done all the books and now we're diving into the TV show. Join us every Tuesday for a new mission. And don't worry, we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Maybe.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes Lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army.
1: Okay, so the other week when (laughs) when we had like a drag Cassie session in the Discord, (laughs) and I was just sitting there like really uncomfortable, and I was like back channeling you, (laughs) like, like, like I. You know how you said before that, like, you relate to Rachel to an uncomfortable level? Uh-huh. I feel like I relate to Cassie at an uncomfortable <laughs> level. Like, and it's it's just, I think Cassie is, she's definitely not the ideal warrior because she won't always do what needs to be done. But I don't think that makes her a shitty person to question the morality of things
0: that you know so I was just listening back to an episode recently where I was um reading out a comment from from someone in the Animorphs group that said it really eloquently where they oh, were like yeah that was episode 19 right I think it was it was nine it wasn't even 19 was it, it nine? was super Holy early shit. on yeah it was super early on um And the fact that they brought up the point that if, you know, Cassie is what you have to continue on after the war. Like, you can have all these warriors, but afterwards, when you need peace and you need to decide all of these other things, like, Cassie's the person that you need. She's what makes it all worth it, basically. Mm -hmm. And I I think that that's still a really strong point, and that stands.
1: Yeah. And... Uh, so, another thought I had, and this might be like a really hot take, and I might actually piss people off with this, but like, <laughs> I think a lot of the reason, and this is probably projecting, I don't, I'm not speaking for anyone, but I wonder if a lot of the reason why people don't like Cassie or her decisions made is because like, they're not always the best decisions, but they are very realistic, and I feel like. I think it's really bold of people to like diss on Cassie so much when it's like, okay, but like, you're looking at this from an outsider perspective. You're looking at, I'm reading this fictional story. That's like very grounded in real reality. And that the characters are very real and their reactions are very real. But like, it's kind of like, it's easy for you to say, like, if you were in this position, Mm -hmm. I think there would be a lot more Cassie's. And I think there'd be a lot more David's not like to the, To the extent of how bad David got but I think there would be a lot of like that cowardice and that like you know selling people out like I just think it's really easy for people to dunk on Cassie when it's like okay well will you be the Rachel would you be the Jake in this situation I don't know whereas I'm like I could very much see myself pulling a Cassie in that situation because like I'm a selfish person and i want to live and i don't want to die <laughs> you know what i mean well
0: yeah and and you want you know she has a family and she has the mm-hmm. animals and she has a lot to live for yeah i think another thought that i've had that's kind of in a similar vein maybe and correct me if i'm wrong here but um i've been thinking about it a lot actually this this past few months I think um, whenever anybody's saying you know Cassie's a hypocrite and it's like yeah she is but especially now when hopefully everybody is kind of becoming more enlightened and more aware of you know different people's struggles with you know Black Lives Matter and, mm-hmm. and you know people are becoming a lot more aware of pronouns and what people want to be called and yeah, a lot of that stuff it <laughs> I think I felt a similar frustration in that, much like when watching Cassie, it's frustrating because she may be doing the right thing, but not perfectly, Mm -hmm. and it's annoying that it's not done well, or you can't look at it and say, this was a rousing success. There's flaws to it, and there's Mm -hmm. fallacies, and there's a learning curve, and I think that that can really piss people off, because Mm -hmm. it's hard. And, you know, I've just been thinking about that a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, like, I think you're right. I think, like, people don't like it when there's not a clear answer or when there's right. nuance to things because that makes it really hard to, like, take a stand either way. And mm-hmm. I think Cassie is, like, the driving force of that in the team because, like, she is one of the few, I think, that will not necessarily – take the side that the others might like. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, I, I, yeah, I I do think that people don't like it when there's not a clear answer. And Cassie is like the personification of that kind of.
0: Yeah. And it's hard to say like, well, we just have to try and be better, but we don't really know where this train is headed. And like, that is super frustrating. I get it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that doesn't mean you can stop trying to be better and to do better and to, you know, <laughs> think about these things from a
1: perspective that's not your own. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, Cassie's not my favorite anamorph, like, but I just appreciate her so fucking much. And I relate to her and I relate to her in all of the good ways and in all of the maybe not so good ways. But so like... I don't know. I ugh and I also like I don't think Cassie is useless at all because like I oh, think no. you know there's been so many missions that she's done all by herself. Like I'm thinking specifically of the sickness. Ooh, ah. Where everyone Mm -hmm. else was fucking incapacitated, and she fucking did brain surgery on a hex by herself. I mean, somebody else. they were
0: all caught in the termite mound, and she bit
1: the termite queen's head off to save them all. Yeah, when she, you know, the few times that she morphed into a whale and, like, crushed it. And, Mm -hmm, like, the valique. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. like, she did the whole kangaroo thing by herself. And, like, Mm -hmm. and she is often the one to come up with the best morphs to to do on, on missions. Yeah. So, like, I don't think she gets nearly enough credit for how much, like, work she's done.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that it's hard to, I guess, forgive Cassie when you're looking at it in comparison with the other characters who are a lot more other than Tobias, a lot more staunchly rooted in exactly what they are, and they know exactly who they are. And it's it's hard when you look at Cassie because she is always changing and thinking and evolving. Mm-hmm. And it's I think if we think of that in context of what would we do in her situation as people ourselves who are always changing and evolving and changing our minds, it becomes a lot easier to sympathize with her and to mm-hmm. not take that hardline stance of, I don't like her. I don't like what she's done. Because we all, as people, are all hypocrites. We're all like Mm -hmm. Cassie. And I think we need to really keep that in mind, where very few of us are going to be the Jakes, the Rachels, the Marcos. Most of us are going to be more like the Cassies.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's been... That's been kind of like a hard pill for me to swallow over the past few years, um, especially after I left social media, because on social media, it's so easy to just be like, I believe this. If you don't agree with me, then fuck you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's just like I we are you're right. We are all hypocrites. And I think we really just have to distinguish like the people who are jerks for the sake of being jerks and not wanting to learn and thinking other people are lesser or inferior and the people that, like, may have said a dumb thing and because they didn't know better and they acknowledge it and they're trying to move forward and do better. hmm I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think... And, it's like, Cassie, I think, is, like, the personification of uncertainty because, like, yeah, like you said, all the other characters are, like, I'm the strategist. I'm the warrior. I'm the, you know, leader. And mm-hmm. Cassie doesn't really have like a title or a definition. And for me, like, she actually kind of seems like the most real character at times.
0: Mm hmm. Definitely.
1: Definitely. <sighs> Man, I miss talking about me too. <laughs> Like, in a realistic sort of way and not in the- <laughs> You know, TV show context. God, it
0: feels like our, our podcast just changed from having these, like, satisfying discussions about these characters that we loved in the situations into, like, why production of this shitty TV show sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is uh, what happens when you bastardize a beautiful thing. <laughs> it is. Ugh. Oh, my God. God, it was so fucking gratifying to hear Michael Grant just, like, drag the TV show because he was, again, he was, like... Don't make this live action. You don't have the budget for it. That like that just rings in my head over and over, and it's like absolutely right. They didn't have the budget.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, they straight up should not have done that. And especially when he started plugging like you know the animated series Batman, the animated uh series, it was like. uh, And also when he said that, when he said you know that nineties Batman cartoon, I almost blurted out the animated series, and then I thought oh, he's going to think I'm being an asshole because he's going to think I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know the animated one as opposed to like, no, that's the title of the Night <laughs> <Experiment> Show. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like, ah, and then I'm like, nope, don't say anything. <laughs> but um, yeah, like that, that was totally logical. And honestly, the more I think about it, I I want a live action. I want the good netflix series hbo series live action Mm -hmm. but probably what makes more sense is animated (laughs) yeah
1: i mean you know there's there's advantages and disadvantages um i i just i think it would take so long like animation just takes for fucking (laughs) ever. And we'd probably get it faster if it were, like, an uh, animation-live-action hybrid, but... um, That would be cool. Yeah. Like, I am warming up to the idea of it being animated, Um, but I just... Like, I fucking found out today that Disney, who owns Fox and Blue Sky Studios, is deciding... Just decided to cut down and eliminate Blue Sky Studios, which is fucking ridiculous. And... I just feel feel like all animation is going to be owned by Disney now, which means there's going to be, like, it's not going to be very progressive, I feel like. Or it's going to take a really fucking long time for it to be really, truly progressive, and I don't think Disney would do Animorphs justice. Oh, God,
0: no. Is Pixar still separate from Disney or no?
1: I don't remember exactly what their partnership is but i kind of feel like disney owns pixar don't quote me on that but
0: i i kind of thought that too and like that always seems so weird to me because pixar was the disgruntled disney employee
1: right so. yeah they were like fuck when you I, we're doing our own thing
0: right and then all like a few like not even a decade later it's like yeah all right disney can buy us yeah i mean There's just, God, that's such a hard industry to say, like, oh, there should be a bunch of, like, you know, indie animation studios, blah, blah, blah. Because animation is just so cumbersome. There can't be, like, indie... It can't be, like, two dudes in a garage making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. It just isn't feasible.
1: Yeah. And again, I don't necessarily care what medium it is as long as somebody can fucking do it correctly and get all of the financial, you know, stakeholders on board to do it correctly. And I just feel like it's so risky.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't give a shit if they had children draw it in crayon. If it <laughs> kept the, like, soul of Animorphs. If, it, if you went in and, like, it felt like an animorph story, I don't give a shit what the medium yeah.
1: is. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying, like, it's not possible to do because like it could be like if you take if you take a risk and do it correctly and it's a hit it could be like a Mm -hmm. pioneer for you know that kind of media moving forward like it could be Mm -hmm. like oh hey we can actually you know we can go kind of dark or we can you know bank on the 90s nostalgia or you know just taking all of the great things about animorphs and just kind of applying that forward instead of just rehashing the same old shit over and over
0: Yup. Man. I'm I'm really glad, though, that, like... I mean, I, I just... We got really fucking lucky in deciding to do this, that Catherine and Michael turned out to be such amazing people. Because, like, yeah. I certainly didn't do any research into their social goings-ons to decide if I wanted to tie my wagon to their shooting star <laughs> before doing this <laughs> podcast. And we have been... So lucky that they are wonderful, amazing people. And even, like, this shit, I think of it in the terms of the willingness for them to stand up for the fans. Because they're like, you deserve a good fucking movie. I'm not tying
1: myself to this
0: bullshit.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, love it.
1: Yeah, I I adore that, too. Like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think it's, you know, I think it's one thing to stand up for, like, your own work. But it's Mm -hmm. also they're not only standing up for their own work, they're standing up for this work that has positively impacted so many people. And and them becoming aware of that makes them want to fight for those people as well. So it's like yeah, double good. And they good. get
0: nothing fucking from this. They own no rights. They're just doing it for us, which is like yeah. amazing. Because we bought them a house and now they're committed to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> of a house with a view of the Hollywood sign. That's right. They can see some trees
1: and a Hollywood sign. Now estate. they have to fight for our lives. God. Now I'm going to have like a panic attack every time there's a fire in, in LA. I'm like, "Oh no, are mm-hmm. Catherine and Michael okay?" I'll t- I'll text him, don't worry. Okay.
0: Michael, are you okay? Just checking in. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that would be so annoying can you imagine (laughs) i did one fucking podcast episode with them and now every time there's a fire i get a text (laughs) oh yeah yeah so on that note should we pivot into this tv episode yes oh
1: my god okay (laughs) so like speaking of doing things correctly and doing them justice um mm-hmm. I will just say up front that I fucking loved this episode, and I think this is a prime example of what the show could have been if they had just decided to make Animorphs Light. Yes. Like, you can take the whole the same premise, alien invasion, kids turning into animals to to help, you know, run this guerrilla war and fight them. But like also fun adventures at the mall. Like the fact that we went from face-off part three to this it's like this is what you should have done you should have made it like this light happy thing because i fucking loved this episode this episode was so
0: good and there was so many funny things that had to be just like actor choice that were brilliant (laughs)
2: I loved it so much.
0: (laughs) It was so good. It was so good. Oh, would you like to hear right up front the two questions I got from Scott for this episode? Yes. So he was pretty quiet. So these were the two questions. Number one was very somber. He said, did they know at this point that they were canceled? And like, how did that affect the actors? And then question two was, did he just call him Prince Jake why is he calling him Prince James? <laughs> <laughs> Kill Can me, Come on, man. You're Come killing on. me, Smalls. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> so, I was like, I don't know. And to the second question, I was like, it would take too long to explain and still be able to watch the next minute of this episode. <laughs>
1: hit the pause button, pull up a chair, and I'll tell you the story. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, God,
0: I have to explain it to him again. I'll tell you
1: when you're older.
0: Right. Uh, Oh, my God. Oh. I just. Yeah, this, it was so delightful. It was the
1: best. And, like, okay, so just jumping right ahead. At one point, Melissa shows up, and Tom shows up, and I was like, oh, fuck. We're going right back to the icky territory with that one girl who was free, and then and then those guys took her, and it's gonna be that all over again. This is creepy, this is mm-hmm. shitty, this is, like, not okay. And Animorphs was like... No, I got you. And they just completely (laughs) turned it on its head and turned it into this wonderful fucking shit. And I just, I like jumped for joy. I was like, thank God. I thought it was going in a bad place and then it was fine.
0: Yes, it was. It was fine. I mean, there's the sinister undertones of Tom. Trying to date her to get
1: her into the sharing, yes. But which was gross.
0: It was gross, <laughs> but like, and he looked so much older than.
1: Him. Oh my god, he's like <laughs> a thousand years old. <laughs> he is like ancient.
0: He is an ancient. To her. Man.
1: But like, what I loved about it is not only did Jake learn his lesson and actually try to run interference, but they gave Melissa some fucking agency. Yes which is so fucking important. Oh my God. She wasn't just like, Oh, I'll just do whatever you guys want me to. She was like, Hey, I have to go home. Hey, this phone is too expensive. I can't accept this. Oh yeah. Tom's mm-hmm. too old for me. I was like, queen. Thank you. Yes.
0: yes. Plus I absolutely love the scene in the mall when Jake is trying to run interference and then Rachel and Tobias show up and like, she was just so delighted to see Rachel. Like it was like, oh yeah. She they're actually friends and like we didn't just abandon Melissa for like no reason.
2: Yeah. Oh, I just loved it
1: so much. <laughs> like this is this is so important to teach girls that just because a guy is like older than you or like buys you a phone, it's like, no, you can say like, hey, this is weird or you're too old yeah. for me. Like it's just so good.
0: Yeah. It is so good. I mean this episode is super easy to sum up too in our like if we mm-hmm. do a 30 second summary because it's basically Axe gets a job at the cell phone store uh-huh. and there's yurks in the cell phones and if people hold them up to their ear to try them, they're they're infested. <laughs> and the Anwars try to stop it. That's like I love how fucking simple that plot was and everything was playing around that. It was it was just so good.
1: Honestly, I didn't think it was a bad plot either. Like, it's a little silly, but, like, I could see this yeah. as, like, maybe an Animorphs ghostwritten book. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a bad plot. And for fuck's sake, it, there was fucking foreshadowing in this episode.
0: <laughs> like, and it, a gumball machine. A, so we have it all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, honestly, the plot was
0: not too bad, you guys. It. It was, and like I feel like its beauty is in its simplicity. Like the plot wasn't too bad because it wasn't trying to make a hundred and twenty-page book into a twenty-two-minute TV show. Yeah,
1: like that's beautiful,
0: simple, not terrible.
1: Yeah, barely any moving parts. Like it's just great.
0: Focus it on Paulo. Another uh-huh. excellent choice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, get him very invested in a
1: job for no fucking reason. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Like, fucking from, from the get-go, he just does this, like, amazing fucking performance. He, like, goes into an electronics store and tries to buy a boombox, and the guy says it's $2.50, and he thinks that's $2.50, which, like, fair. Yeah. And then... And then when it's actually $250 and Marco and Jake drag them away, he's like, I don't understand. I thought I'm right. He said $250. I don't understand what your stupid fucking human language is. And I was like, <laughs> totally, man. Yes. English yeah. is stupid. The other,
0: like, it's so stupid. And the other thing I loved about that was it very much felt structured the way that early Animorphs books did where it was like a bullshit upfront thing happens and then the actual plot of the book happens. Yeah. And this is very much that feeling of like going to the circus and throwing the man on top of the tent kind
1: of a thing. Yeah. Because like bullshit happened. Yeah. Like Yeah, uh, for sure. Oh, <laughs> I
0: just I love him. I I love that too. I loved his indignancy too when they're like, Yeah, he meant two hundred and fifty to-
1: Well Why? Like, <laughs> That's- no, <laughs> we don't see indignant acts very often. We <laughs> don't. He was a little mad about the TV in last episode, but like I love Mad Axe. <laughs> it reminds me of of the um the fucking uh, the Atlantis book when, when <laughs> they put him in a room because and he was like, "What they think my DNA isn't good enough?" Fuck those guys! <laughs> I love Mad Axe. <laughs>
0: Oh, that was so delightful. Oh,
1: God. I
2: love
0: um, um, that. Okay, the other thing I loved is, like, right after this, to transition into him getting a job, he goes and he helps a lady fix her watch. Oh. I fucking loved how he was like, no, this is super easy to fix, and then went through, like, 80 steps that were very precise <laughs> to get this watch to work. And I was like, I can't follow this
1: at all. <laughs> He's so- Such a little smarty boy. I was really excited because, have you seen Kim's Convenience at all? Uh, I have seen it pop up on, I think, Netflix, but I have not watched any. Okay, the lady, she plays uh, Mrs. Kim, who's like the mom. What? And as soon as I saw her, I was like, it's Mrs. Kim. Oh my God, (laughs) Canadian actress Mrs. Kim. (laughs) Canadian actress Mrs. Kim. I'm sorry, I forgot her actual name, but... It's
0: Mrs. Kim, Canadian <laughs> actress. All one word. <laughs> oh, I'm <was> so excited. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh... <laughs> but- I loved all the steps you went through. They're just so hard.
1: <laughs> it's very much like trying to find like a cheat code on your on your game controller. It's like A, B, A, B, up, down, up, down, start.
0: Hold these two at the same time yeah. and then release quickly. And it's Yeah. Like, what?
1: It's like the shit I had to go through when I was trying to get a Mew into my Pokemon Yellow game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to fly to a certain area, and then you have to hit the menu as uh-huh. soon as the other trainer spots you. And then you have to quit the game, and then Mew will appear. <laughs> like... God.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then go back to the cave and don't use Flash or
1: do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that... and it was like
0: thirty steps into it, you're like, I don't know if I'm getting this fucking new or if I'm just on a wild goose chase at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, surf backwards, bah, bah, bah. Missing? No. Oh god. <laughs> 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 oh man, delightful. Um, but yeah, I was I was kind of confused as to why it was a TV watch because it's like that wasn't a thing, was it? I don't think so. Okay. Like, look at this like future tech they have in the '90s Animorphs TV show. <laughs> uh. Uh.
0: And then those cell phones that were like clearly plastic
1: children's—they were they, straight up. They were so obviously toys. I was like, "Who are you trying to fool here?" Uh, I don't know, children, I guess. Oh man. I was I was actually kind of mad about the store um because I didn't notice it the first time but the second time when when um Gustav is walking acts through the store and you're like you're looking at these like wire display shelves and they have like the the cameras and the controllers in front of them but like there's like construction paper behind them it's just like straight up like sheets of construction paper Like, behind these things. And I'm just like, oh, oh, set design. It's fine.
0: Well, okay. So what was so funny about that was I absolutely was like, like, yes, set design. But I was like, well, these stores are actually kind of set up like this because they're so shitty in the That's true.
1: Yeah. It was, yeah, kind of atmospheric, I guess. very indicative (laughs) of a real knockoff sharper image store.
0: And then, uh, like, Axe walking up to like the back massager and just pulling out one of the wooden pins. And he's like,
1: No! <laughs> I really, I really did like Gustav a lot. I, I, I he knew. He was. Oh,
0: he was such a good villain only because his glasses were yellow.
1: Oh my. Yeah. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, Oh, that guy's a fucking controller, but I kind of love him. <laughs> Because <laughs> his glasses are yellow. You know he's a controller. He's wearing so many rings and a stupid shirt. Definitely a oh controller.
0: His clothes are super expensive. Fuck off, Gustav. You got that at the Goodwill for $2, you dumb piece of shit.
1: <laughs> uh, I loved him. I loved him so much.
0: <laughs> like, the fact that he didn't have, like, a weirder necklace
1: was just a crime. <laughs> guy's so weird he should have been wearing like a beret or something I feel <laughs> some kind of hat <laughs> he should have been i love how just it's like he's
0: you love how what no go ahead no you
1: i was just gonna say i love how axe was just like laying waste to his store and he was like running around like no don't touch that please
0: that was so funny. And then Axe goes like I like I apologize. I'll be more careful. And then immediately <laughs> runs off and you just hear like off screen like <laughs> and he's like, ah
1: fucking nightmare child.
0: <laughs> and yet he's his best salesman.
1: He's oh my he did his best. Oh my god, the scenes where he has to gift wrap something, I was just like "Oh my, my god, best life
0: dying. Like, there was, there was, like, okay, I fucking loved that because there was no more alien way to do that of I'm pretending to be competent than you just keep, keep grabbing paper and, like, try to put it on top of it. And then, like, I don't know here. Like, take this bullshit.
1: <laughs> he did his best. He did. <sighs> You remember that uh, you guys remember that scene in Love actually where <laughs> Alan Rickman's trying to Mr. buy the necklace Bean, yeah. and Mr. Bean is like taking twenty minutes to give her this thing? It was nothing like that. <laughs> it was not at all
0: like that. <laughs> Have you ever read that theory that like Mr. Bean was like an angel of like yeah. a dead man comed down to
1: like I don't know, guide the love actually actors on their journey. Yeah, because he only appears in one other part in the movie where the kid's trying to get to the to the girl he loves.
0: Yeah, and he assists in that mission.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, I love that.
2: <laughs> oh
0: man. And then just a sprig of Holly.
1: <laughs> no bloody Holly. Oh. I love that movie.
0: I would like to take Axe gift wrapping that box and put him into the love actually scene. And Alan Rickman just same lines from Alan Rickman, but like Axe just like a 20 minute scene of him just folding paper over the box haphazardly. And like, I don't know. Is it this, is this gift wrapping? I don't know. Oh
1: my God. And the first time Axe is gift wrapping and the guy's just like staring at him and Axe just hands him this like half wrap thing. And they're like, come again. And the guy just says nothing. He just leaves.
0: But, like, what would you do in that scenario? Like, if somebody did that to you, I am just taking the box and walking away like, God,
1: what the fuck? What are you going to do? Ask him to do it better? Like, you can't. You have to just leave. He... And,
0: like, at that point, you know that his best is never going to be acceptable enough to not redo it. Like, the height of, of his skill is
1: this. Oh, he's such a good boy. Like, <laughs> He may be one of the main reasons I love this episode. <laughs> so it's just like action shenanigans. I
0: oh see. I loved I loved him in this episode. Obviously, I loved Jake and Marco in this episode, and I yeah. loved Rachel in this episode. So like, oh that's not to say I didn't like Cassie and Tobias, but they just didn't really have like many lines or
1: anything. Do you know what though? So, Hmm. This is one of the few episodes we've had that has everyone in it, except for like, three. Yes. but like Eric was in it and like Chapman mm-hmm. was in it. Like every, and Melissa was in it and Tom, everyone and Tom? was there. Yep, And you were
0: there. And you <laughs> were there.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It just felt it was so great. much. Yeah. It just felt like richer and fuller. And like, I don't know. I just, I, I loved it. And like, you're right, like, Cassie and Tobias and Eric didn't really have much to do, but I'm really happy they were there.
0: Yeah, I mean, just, honestly, there was one, like, there was one scene where Axe was working and the rest of the Animorphs show up at the store, mm-hmm. having, I I guess it was them that tipped off the consumer guide guy. Um. Mm-hmm. But they pan up, and it's just, like, acts and then cut to the five of the kids standing there together. And it was just, like, I had this moment of, like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Like, it's just really cool to see the whole team. Aw, I love that. Yeah. And, it like, I don't think I should have been that impressed by it because, like, this TV show is not great, but, like... <laughs> I I don't know it was just a moment of like this is what I wanted like I saw a glimpse of something that I wanted
1: yeah and oh my god do you know what else I loved Hmm. I loved the scene it's like right after X gets his job it's like Mm -hmm. Tobias Jake Marco and X and they're all just hanging out in Siberia like chilling and playing video games together and X is like getting quarters for them and I'm just like this is so wholesome like, Tobias is there, and he's awesome. a human boy, man. Christopher, Christopher. Yeah. Christopher,
0: Christopher, 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 Christopher. <laughs> and what did throw me in that scene was Axe said, do you want me to buy you more quarters? And I had this, like, mind fuck. <laughs> yes. Like, my brain just melt. I was like, buy more quarters?
1: <laughs> what? <sent> <laughs> equivalent exchange rate? Oh, well. Yeah, like what are you paying for these quarters? I'm so confused. Yeah, and I was expecting someone to be like, "You don't buy quarters, ax. You exchange them," and for him to be like, "Well, oh, I don't understand." blah, blah.
0: <laughs> Your money is bullshit. You should know
1: this <laughs> by now. Two fifty, my ass. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I I felt the same way. Oh. <laughs> uh.
0: That was a weird point, though. It was such a throwaway line. No one cares. No, it was, <laughs> I,
1: I noticed it, too. I, yeah. I couldn't tell if it was just like, oh, Axe is just like getting something slightly wrong because humans or something. I don't know. <laughs> but oh, I, saw, <coughs> I hope it was. I loved it. I loved it
0: so much. I I loved this whole episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh.
1: Also, Push It by salt and pepa was definitely playing in the Siberia in that scene.
0: I I see that um, Siberia upgraded their cups
1: did they oh I didn't notice
0: they did they don't have like the weird um, tiny plastic ones they're now giant fucking tumblers with bases attached to them (laughs) (laughs) for no fucking reason oh my
1: god
0: Uh, oh. you know it, this just occurred to because the next thing that happens is like tom and melissa walk in on their mm-hmm. weird date Ew. i think one of the things that threw me so much with tom and melissa was the sheer size difference between those two <laughs> actors <laughs> melissa is like five foot nothing maybe 110 yeah, pounds and tom <laughs> must be like six foot something yeah. and like a beefy boy
1: yeah wearing a large t-shirt <laughs> And it was... Yeah, yeah, I I also... Well, and it's just... He already looks so much fucking older than her. It was just... Yeah. So creepy. It, it wasn't so great. Ways.
0: It wasn't great. But, like, I think a lot of that had to do with just how much larger overall he yeah. it was. Yeah.
1: It's like... God.
0: <laughs> Why are you this big? There is no need.
1: Yeah, it, it really just... Their size difference really added to, like, just how creepy it seemed.
0: It did. Oh. It super did.
1: Also, like, I'm not sure where this came from, but, like, Axe has Yerkdar. I guess. He can look into people's eyes and tell if they're a controller. Could he do that before? I thought there was some sort of... Oh, right, yeah, because when Jake got infested, Axe, could... Ax, like, looked in his eyes and he was like, Oh, my God! Right? Ooh. Hmm.
0: That's... What if there was, like some minor difference in like pupil dilation that amyloids were just really tuned into.
1: Oh, that'd be really kind of cool.
0: Actually. That would, they should have added that into the TV show. (laughs) If they had have consulted us again. Honestly,
1: I didn't mind it so much in this episode because it pays off later. Yeah. Because Gustav is wearing those glasses and Axe couldn't tell if he was a controller because presumably there's some sort of like tech in them
0: course oh the the yellow lens glasses yeah
1: <laughs> i had oh, gustav I had sunglasses like that not not exactly like that but they had like the yellow tint on them and they were so obnoxious uh-huh.
0: it was a very 90s look yeah. oh man uh, i i think we also bypassed ax trying repeatedly to pronounce g- gustav
1: yes gustav <gasps> oh he oh man he was doing it all like he was he was talking normally for the moments where it like mattered for him to not play with mm-hmm. mouse sounds, but like he was also like doing the mouse sounds, and he was also doing the the these messages sort of voices. Like,
0: oh my god, yes, got... the
1: these. <laughs> but at these prices, you can't afford not to buy. Yeah, he was doing the whole. Th- I just love him so. Much. Oh, I'm so glad that these messages didn't go away. Oh my god, it is a crowning jewel. <laughs> in the show. <laughs> uh, oh, Palestine. stop being so amazing. <laughs> he's so good. Oh. <laughs> he is so good. There's so many shots of him wearing these shirts, and he's wearing the watch over the sleeve of his shirt. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <Like> a- <laughs> the awkward shirt
0: that has like the little priest collar for no he reason. He looks like a fucking missionary shirt. He, he does. does.
1: Like, are you a Mormon now? What's going on?
0: He robbed a Jehovah's Witness on
1: his way to work.
0: Oh.
1: I would like to share with you this most amazing book. <laughs>
2: the shirt. It
0: was the worst shirt of all time. Awful. <laughs> but yeah, the watch over top of it really, like, really at that and. Just because it was, like, 90s fashion, it was so fucking large, but tucked into his tight pants. Yes! So, like, his legs were, like, sticks, and then he just had, like, two feet of fabric puffed out around him.
1: (laughs) Prince (laughs) Eric-looking motherfucker. What are you doing, you fucking (laughs) nerd? It was so good. (laughs) Everything about this is just so good.
0: Ugh. Oh, and that, okay, so there was that scene where he was working at the store dressed in his dork clothes, <laughs> and uh, Jake and Cassie come yeah. in, which actually, this is now making me realize that Cassie had a really good line. Was that uh, question about the light bulb a reference to and a light, that would be good? <gasps> oh, maybe. Because that would be amazing if they just brought Nadia in to be like, hey, throw this deep cut in. That's so deep, I didn't even realize that. That would be amazing. I mean, I didn't think of it till just now, but now I hope that's what oh. happened. <laughs> or
1: was it a throwback to Jake smashing the patriarchy with his belt? Which <laughs> <laughs> is the only other light bulb-related thing I can think of.
0: <laughs> I I think that as far as Animorph light bulb-related things go, those are probably the only two scenes.
1: <laughs> or, or... Because Axe had to come up with that lie on the fly where they were like, we were looking for. And he was like, light bulbs. And maybe he was thinking about the infographic where when the person has an idea, a light bulb flashes over their heads. Oh, so maybe I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God, though. There was. So when they come in and Axe is like, oh, shit, I have to go morph. Jake and Cassie just, like, stand there very awkwardly for, like, two minutes. And I was like, why aren't they fucking talking to each other or, like, playing with the, the back massagers or something?
0: Like, or, like, they're they're like, he's like, cover for me. Why didn't that immediately lead to a scene where Jake jumps behind the counter and just starts trying to sell bullshit? Like... Why did that not lead to a scene where Axe is morphing and knocking shit over in the back room and the two of them are desperately trying to sell shit to people? Oh, my God. <laughs> Until Gustav walks in and is like,
1: who the fuck are you? <laughs> Get out from behind the counter.
0: This is my <laughs> yeah, story. exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I,
0: I can't complain too much because it
1: was yeah. it was overall a very good episode. It was <laughs> so good. <laughs> And then that lady comes in and, you know, holds the cell phone up to her ear and then her face kind of drops and she's like, I'll take six of them.
0: Yeah, I don't know what they instructed her to do, but the only sci-fi movie she had seen to date before filming this was 2021 A Space Odyssey. Does... Or 2001 A Space Odyssey is what I oh. meant to say. Oh, because she did Because like a... she immediately does the, I'm sorry, I can't yeah, do Yeah, the hell voice. Yeah. Stop, Dave. Exactly. Stop, Dave. Open the pod bay doors, hell! <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do that,
1: Dave. I'll take ten cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> the worst movie to watch when roommates are having sex in the next room. It is. Trillions. <laughs> I tell you that from personal experience. Yay. Oh, god!
0: <laughs> I think I got 2001: A Space Odyssey and and Lab
1: 2021 confused <laughs> when I was saying that earlier. There's sentence. a There's a 2010: A Space Odyssey though. Or what? Yeah, that's the sequel. Why? Why? Why a sequel? Why? Uh. Who did Who did this? I did, is that, which one is the one with Was the monolith in the first one or was that in the sequel?
0: Yeah, the monolith is what appears to every time the human race jumps forward in like technology or social advancements or whatever. It's the monolith appears and then they jump. Okay, and that's the space alien baby sending knowledge back to what the Earth. fuck. <laughs>
1: Stanley Kubrick, you're weird. Um, <laughs> I don't. You're a weird but accurate man. <laughs> I did see 2010 in high school. I don't remember a single fucking thing from it. Um, I
0: didn't even know it existed. It it did.
1: Daisy, Daisy, give me your give answer. Me your answer. <laughs> 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 and in the first one does he do like the Starfield scene? Yeah, where he goes to
0: see the baby? Yeah. Oh, the, the baby, end. I forgot about the Okay.
1: Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> I remember everything from 2001 to Space Odyssey and nothing from 2010.
0: I would argue that you've probably watched 2001: A
1: Space Odyssey more
0: recently than 2010.
1: A Space <laughs> I to remember like four things. I remember the scene like it's in the beginning where he's like going around in a circle and they actually like mm-hmm. moved the camera or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They did some cool camera trick with that.
0: Right, to stabilize. Yep. Yeah.
1: And then I remember the I'm sorry, Dave, I'm afraid I can't do that. And then the starfield and then the baby and that's it and the monolith
0: yeah and the chimps jumping around the monolith yeah, yeah. that led to the first murder
1: oh yeah yeah yep 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 yep, yep. anyway yep. that's probably the whole plot right
0: uh, well okay so i've like i i took an actual like class on this dissecting it so oh. like i probably have a, like a more analytical view oh. than is like strictly necessary good um, Yeah, this was part of my, one of my sci-fi classes. But, uh, like, there's, the the more you watch it, the more meaning you find. So, like, very simply, yes, that is the plot of, like, it's taking man throughout time at different, like, things. And so the jump goes from, like, chimpanzee to modern day to space travel. And then it's supposed to be when he meets the baby. That's, like, man ascending into the next form of humanity, blah, blah, blah. But there there's... The more you watch it, the more you can parse out all sorts of different content and go as like like the monolith, obviously blah blah blah, but like you can get into like the shapes of the spaceships and things and the way that they created this orbit and blah blah blah, and like this means this, and this is a reference to this, and like this is about man's downfall and blah blah like there there's so much fucking meaning that you can like discern if you really dig into it okay, but. I won't get into that now.
1: Because <laughs> We're talking we about a don't
0: have all day. <laughs> much sillier
1: space show.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I just, I love that that lady was <clears throat> like, this is how all evil space things are, right? This is, They're all like this. This is mind control. <laughs> right. I, I'll buy six of them. And it's like, that was so unnecessary. You don't need to buy six of them. You're already yerked. You should buy none of
1: <laughs> I them. I want all the phones. I want them for my Give whole me family.
0: All the phones. <laughs> my family and friends should all have a phone. Uh,
1: okay, speaking of fucking phones, so the next scene yeah. is Tom in Jake and Tom's house, and Jake and Marco are spying on him. Tom is talking oh, yeah. on the cell phone to Melissa, and I'm like, you are in a house with a landline. Do you know how expensive phone plans were back then? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you talking to a cell phone?
0: Stop this. Do you think like the sharing also fronted like the cell phone plans
1: for all of their uh, controls? Oh maybe. Yeah, because like I, <laughs> I I think that was before the time where you could like talk for free after 7 PM or whatever it was.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my god. That? Yes. <laughs> I can't waste my minutes until I'll call you after eight because yeah. I can't waste my minutes. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, I think it was before that. So it was just, like, exorbitantly expensive to use your cell phone at all.
0: So. I just saw a TikTok recently that was reminding me of that. Is that guy the guy in the like, car?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah that's exactly i like, He'll
0: text you and he'll be like, you'll text me? No, you won't. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: that's exactly what I was thinking of. Oh, man. Ugh. oh
0: man what a time to be alive oh my god. you have 150 text messages i probably send 150 text messages a fucking day oh my god or i would if i didn't use facebook Messenger. right fucking everything
1: yeah. <laughs> but still use uh. uh. like, the landline what are you doing <laughs> uh. also also Chapman must have had a cell phone, too, because he's talking to Melissa, who is presumably in her home. And then mm-hmm. he calls Chapman the next second later. <laughs> so... <laughs> Melissa just, like, puts the phone down and then has to pick it up again. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I want to sit on, on the
0: meeting of the two doofuses that are, like we're going to have this meeting of the minds. How are we going to get Melissa? And it's doofus Chapman talking to doofus Tom going, I'm going to date your daughter and that's how Ew. we're going to get her. It's <laughs> so fucking weird. And, oh, I totally forgot about the scene where Jake and Marco turn into bats. That's what happens. Next. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do turn into bats. I totally forgot about that morph sequence.
1: So I kind of liked it because like they kind of like crook their arms in a way that yes. makes it easier to overlay the bat wing
2: mhm
1: even though that's that's not really how bat wings work it would be more like if you spread your fingers and then like they extend right, to, make the, yeah, and, to make the right fingers would grow yeah to make the webbing um but i i did really like the way that they like assumed a pose and then morph yes. i don't know i just i thought that was kind of cool
0: i yeah that was a really smart way to to do that and like it was bad morphing per the description of how it's done but like the animation or whatever wasn't particularly awful right
1: um it does make me think though because I'm also thinking of when Rachel morphed into Fluffer McNuttons um (laughs) and she like got down on all fours and then morphed and it's like I understand why you have to do that for the animation sequence but like what if they just did that in the books because there's so many instances where they're, like, standing up and they have to morph something small and they end up, like, fucking falling over. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you are if you know you're going to morph a cockroach, why don't you just, like, sit on the ground so that you're already, like, halfway to your destination and then morph? I don't know.
0: I feel like they do that more later on, but, mm-hmm. like, in the earlier books, it, it was, like, part of the cool description, at least for me, was just, like, Imagine you're standing at the top of, like, a 50-story building, and then you're falling and falling and falling, but you never quite... Like, mm-hmm. that was just a really mm-hmm. cool thing for me to kind of imagine. So I I kind of liked it, but, yeah, like, logically, you should absolutely <laughs> yeah. crouch down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these children. I don't know. Because,
1: like, <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, if Rachel's standing on two legs, morphs into the cat, but, like her back feet start morphing first into these, like, (laughs) tiny little cat beans, and then she can't support herself, and she falls over, like.
0: Didn't that straight up happen to, like, Marco? Didn't he morph bird talons, and they got really tiny really fast, (laughs) and he fell down? I
1: think so, and, like, Rachel, I think, was morphing something small, like a mole or something, and, like, her legs, like, shrunk, and she was just, like, a torso sitting on the ground, and Marco was laughing at her.
0: Yeah, that's horrifying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can like. Lay- I like that they like. They went through this rash of morphing when every time they went to birds, the bones grew out of their wings, and before the skin covered oh. it. I don't know what that whole thing was about around the David arc, but I really appreciated all oh, that. that was,
1: yeah, I forgot about that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> <The> starfish eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so good i love those books so much um <laughs> sorry no, no, no. It, yeah um so yeah they morph into bats and then they fly to that place undetermined place warehouse thing and and they see the cell phone mafia meeting up
0: yeah that's a great way to put it <laughs> like, a bunch of men meet in a dark room like a dock with a shipment <laughs> yeah, of cell phones pretty much-
2: <laughs>
1: and then they all try to shoot oh my god fucking stormtrooper level of incompetence here
0: I mean I don't think you could shoot a bat like you'd have to be very lucky or very good to hit a bat unless
1: you're a Helmicron in book 42
0: of course of course unless you're my bat unless you're a Helmicron
1: (laughs) in the rabies book But I think we determined that that was also bullshit because they were like they had morphed something small that was like smaller than the Helmicrons, and then they morphed bat from that so they were like extra small and somehow the yeah, Helmicrons were, were fucking tiny. hitting them.
0: But only Yeah, I think I made the same complaint.
1: <laughs> yeah, hitting them but like only tiny amounts of them whereas they were using Draken beams and they would have incinerated them. But yeah, that fuck that book, man, that bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit book. This
0: rage-filled <laughs> conversation is slowly coming back to me. Oh
1: no. <laughs> let's 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 go away from here. All right. Yes, so they're trying to shoot the bat the bat boys. The bat and boys, but the bat boys get away very easily. They do <laughs> and I believe Marco made a Star Wars reference and a Batman reference. He did. He did. Yes. He's like I feel like I'm um, Luke Skywalker the Millennium Falcon or something. Yes. Uh and then after they morphed back in the woods, he was like, "Next time we're taking the Batmobile."
0: <laughs>
1: <Marco>. Delightful boy.
0: <laughs> uh, I like how I'm still laughing at his joke. Like even.
1: Now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good, Marco. Pretty good.
0: Pretty good, Marco. <gasps> Pretty good.
1: Oh, uh, I think we what? go back to the store. Oh, yeah, Tom. I have no clue. Tom's buying the phone for Melissa. Oh, right. Subjecting himself to Axe's wonderful gift wrapping
0: skills.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, That's when Axe is wearing his missionary shirt.
0: With the watch on the top of the sleeve. Like, several inches down the sleeve. Like, just the most nonsensical application of a watch. Oh, my God. Fucking Uh, nerd, I love you. Brilliant.
1: (laughs) oh so good Uh. (laughs) oh i made a joke here i was like that's why the cell phones used to be so big to hide the yerks
0: of course of course that it makes total sense now oh god
1: (laughs) um i think then jake comes in And he and Marco are like, oh, the cell phones have yurks in them, and they show Axe, and Axe is like, oh, shit, I just sold one to Tom! And then that's when Jake decides to run interference and, like, crash Tom's date.
0: Yeah, that's when Axe goes to hold it up to his ear, and they're both like, no! And then they see, yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep.
0: And Jake crashing the date is fucking incredible. It's wonderful. Like... Because even now, like, even though Sean Ashmore is not the Jake from the books, like, imagining... I I always imagine him, no matter what, as very serious, very broken, very the weight of the world is on my shoulders Jake. Even though when I see Sean Ashmore, he's goofier. I I still always default to that thought. And so, like, watching him, like... (laughs) just be an annoying little brother yeah. it, it it was so delightful and tom repeatedly pushing him away and he's like yeah let's go to the movies and jake's like "Oh right, what do we see <laughs> fuck yeah let's go to the movies yeah like just great I loved it i loved it too and then like jake's brilliant move of like Hey, Tom, whatever happened to that girl? Yes, that girl? It, was what was oh, it was so good. And then, like, Melissa is just kind of like, Well, Jake's clearly trying to make this awkward, so she's just like super cool. Like, Oh, I didn't realize you were such a ladies' oh, man. My and god. Jake's like,
1: Oh, yeah, oh my god, I loved it so much. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. <laughs> it was just so funny. Oh, uh, I was just so relieved that Jake was actually doing something instead of being like, Well, I guess I missed my (laughs) chance. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yes. Though I loved the very, very real look of relief on his face when he finally saw
1: Rachel and Tobias show up. And he's like, like,
0: thank God the Calvary has arrived. I'm hanging on by a
1: thread. I'm running out of of jokes.
0: I don't know how to neg my brother anymore (laughs) on this date. Somebody help. (laughs) Oh, I've gone over everything I can think of. Inviting myself to shit. Talking about an
1: ex. What more could I do? Uh, pull out the embarrassing baby stories, I guess. Like, oh, one time, Tom used to shit his pants or whatever. It was last week. <laughs> he shit his pants. <laughs> Just start making shit up. Uh, uh, yeah, it was great and then yeah oh, and then Rachel and, and Tobias Christopher 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 show up mm-hmm. and like Tobias doesn't really need to be there but it was
0: he's just there
1: yeah and and he and Rachel were were together in a moment and i liked uh-huh. that yeah <laughs> uh, and uh, that's when melissa's like oh tom i actually i don't know if i can accept this but then she just like takes it and they go um. Yeah, it, Tom's reasoning was super fucked
0: up. Oh yeah, like, I can't take this. This is too big of a present. Like, no, I don't feel right accepting this.
1: It was on sale. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, and what? I couldn't. I couldn't tell if like they were trying to be like, like oh. She wasn't comfortable with how much money he spent on her. And then and then he was like, oh, actually, I didn't spend any money on you. And that was supposed to be, like, a bad thing? Like, oh, I got you this cheap piece of shit. Or so, I don't know. I couldn't tell where they were going with that.
0: I mean, I totally read it as, like, he's just trying to say whatever it will take to yeah. make her take the phone and put it up to her ear. Like, yeah. Does, if she had said, well, then is it, like, a piece cheap piece of shit then he would have been like no no it's top of the line like he would have yeah. just kept saying like whatever to get her to take yeah. it I didn't like read into the dialogue at yeah. all in this one instance I didn't read into the dialogue at all
1: <laughs> for once in my life for once in my life um I mean to be fair it is a cheap piece of shit cause Rachel just like opens it
0: <laughs> when... yeah oh my god okay So when they're at Melissa's house, because it's, like, it's cut, right? They cut, jump cut to Melissa's house? Yeah, yeah.
1: And they go into her room. Okay,
0: I fucking loved that, like, Melissa was in the bathroom. They're talking through the bathroom door, and Rachel's trying to take apart her cell phone. And, like, I just loved her, like, we haven't hung out a lot. Yeah, I know. You know, I've just been really busy with school and school. (laughs) (laughs) Like...
1: (laughs) and then rachel's very very smooth lie when melissa comes back out and is gonna put the cell phone to her ear and rachel kind of grabs it and and she's like oh but the power isn't on and it's like okay because
0: there is no power there's just a sticker with numbers on
1: it." yeah and then like oh i'm going to puke now Mm -hmm. oh you're so smooth rachel
0: it was very satisfying to watch her flush a yerk down the toilet though
1: yeah (laughs) <laughs> i mean i feel like that probably wouldn't have immediately killed them because apparently they can survive and no. like but like it would probably get flushed into the municipal water plant and die of kinder starvation so it's... one can hope one can hope. oh i forgot to mention that when ax finds the yurk in his phone he like throws it on the ground and like stomps on it oh and yeah. i was it's like, like a
0: full splorch splorch mark yeah
1: and he like i was like
0: who vicious he did get really vicious. Yeah, he got really intense about it. <laughs> Man. <Ooh. laughs>
1: Go Axe. Go Axe. Ugh. But yes, you in the toilet. That happens. Um, mm-hmm. Melissa also has a giant sign on her bathroom door that says telephone, which I thought was like... <laughs> <laughs> i was like is that intentional because we're talking what? about a fu- she does it's a big blue sign it says telephone i totally missed that that's hilarious yeah i don't know that's the only thing i noticed. it's like Spider an room. escape all- room
0: huh it's like an escape room <laughs> I the sign that says telephone take apart the telephone oh we found a slug what could this mean
1: Ah. Uh, maybe she was a doctor who fan
0: Ah, it's so just... they're like, "Oh, we can't say phone box; that's copyrighted. Mm.
1: Does it say Which phone is... box on the TARDIS?
0: Uh, I think it says police box, doesn't it? Oh, it you're, right, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're yeah, right,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty,
0: pretty sure it says police box. Well, I'm—that's copyrighted. So, is it really? No, I don't think it is. I'm <laughs> pretty sure there's police boxes all over London in the '60s. Oh no. I'm just spewing bullshit because I don't think they could make a Doctor Who reference without getting the
1: pants sued off of them. Maybe. But yeah, she, she did have a sign that telephone. That's the only thing I noticed about her room. I did not get super in-depth
0: this time. I did. I was so focused on what they were doing with the cell
1: phone. I didn't even look around. <laughs> that shitty-ass cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh... Mm-hmm. And then I think we go back to the store. And I think that's when Eric shows up. <laughs> oh, oh, but first, okay, okay, sorry. Um, first, Axe is helping another person and the guy wants to buy the cell phone and Axe is, like, trying to prevent him. And he's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we're all out. Like, come back in a few of your, your human months. Yes. <laughs> like, Dude, Two to three of your human months. Your, and Ax, the guy's like, were, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, Axe, you were doing so well.
0: You were killing it right up until you tried to tell a lie instead of being good at your job. Oh,
1: Axe. He's doing his best. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, and then Eric, the guy leaves, and Eric shows up, and Axe pulls him into the back, and Eric says some, like, really unhelpful shit. He's like, yeah, we have a (laughs) saying on my planet. I can't translate it for you, but basically, like, everything's going to be okay or some shit. And Axe is like, you came here to tell me that?
0: We have this saying on my planet, it's Hakuna Matata. You wouldn't understand, (laughs) but basically it just means everything's going to be okay.
1: Every little thing (laughs) is going to be alright. And then Gustav busts in and Eric turns into a gumball machine.
0: Which is the greatest thing, and like... Axe and Gustav have, like, a fucking 30-second interaction. And then at the end of it, Gustav's like, where do we get that thing from anyways? And Axe is just like, I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And I just love that it's like, did this teenage boy really move an entire gumball machine into the room? Oh, Oh, I also love that during their interaction, um, Gustav's like, who are you talking to? And Axe is like, oh, this thing right here and he gestures to the gumball machine that's eric and then he smacks it and he goes stupid machine i
1: kind of i kind of wanted eric when he changed back to be like why did you hit me yeah exactly i mean obviously it wouldn't hurt him because he's a fucking android but like right right.
0: (laughs) but still just the anger and like i truly read into that as like axe is taking out his frustration with eric yeah oh my
1: god stupid gumball eric
0: stupid gumball eric
1: <laughs> fucking machine i don't understand Ugh. i was like that's just a silly thing you decided to turn into but okay it was really goofy see this would have been a great running
0: gag is eric turning into more, more ridiculous <laughs> shit throughout the series uh, they can just
1: like reuse props from old episodes he could turn into the, the bondage stretcher from the, uh, from the spa episode.
0: Ah, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> oh, in more and more ridiculous places, like Jake's bedroom, all of a sudden there's a bondage stretcher and his mom's like, what
1: the fuck are you doing in here? <laughs> oh, no. What oh, oh, the fuck God. happens after this? Um,
0: uh, does the consumer report guy show up at this point or do we have another cutaway first?
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Axe, after Eric turns back, Axe is like, oh, we got to figure something out. And then he comes up with this brilliant idea. And then, yeah, there's people in the store and then the consumer report guy shows up and is like trashing the store, which is great. (laughs) <laughs> and then, and then Gustav tries to get him to try a cell phone. And then Axe takes the water gun from earlier, foreshadowing. And he sprays the guy. The guy drops a phone. And then there's a yerk inside. And then he's like, "Well, that's gross. Mm-hmm. Like, shut this fucking place down." Yeah, I absolutely
0: love that the guy was played like a total conspiracy theorist, though, when he walked in. Where he's like, "Yeah, ah, just a technology store." But is it really the best (laughs) buy I could go for? (laughs) Ah, a back massager. Is it really worth almost $30?
1: (laughs) Underwater fax machine, because you're really going to send a fax when you're taking a bath. What are they (laughs) telling us? Will that
0: run you over $300? (laughs) God. (laughs) This store had some insane fucking shit. That's
1: why I was like, is this supposed to be like a sharper image store? Like, what's all this thing? Sort of useless shit.
0: Oh. Would you like an electronic shoe deodorizer? Because they have. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So here is my favorite part that I one of the two things that I absolutely have to talk about. Oh. So Axe shoots the the cell phone out of his hand. It breaks open. He sees the Yerk. The guy's like, "Well, we've like unearthed. Like, not only are these products cheap, they're also dirty. Wrap it up. Let's get out of here." And like the consumer report guy walks out, followed by the cameraman, and then it just kind of like the shot stays on the kids that are all standing there because it's like all five kids, uh-huh. and they all like turn and walk away, and Marco oh, just yes! does a little butt shimmy, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, you were gonna bring that out because I love that. He's like, I loved it so much, <laughs> He's <in> his <laughs> Oh
2: my god. Oh. <laughs>
1: a little bit he's just like diddy, diddy. we won <laughs> we did it you suck oh my god it was ah uh, i like i lost it at that I that was the funniest fucking thing
0: <laughs>
1: god. Uh. yes okay that that was also like one of my favorite parts i'm glad you brought that up
0: yeah, I mean, my favorite part was at the very end, of course, but that was definitely up there. Oh
1: yeah, probably my second favorite part. Oh man, when I learn how to make animorph gifs or gifs, I will, I will make one of Marco dancing.
0: Oh <laughs> well, please do, because that would be oh. that would be such a perfect like gift to loop around. as him walking away just shimming. <laughs> oh. Loved it so much. Oh man, <laughs> iconic! <laughs> it was so good. Oh, so good, so
1: so good. Uh, oh. I think after that they go back to Siberia. I think it's just Axe Marco and Jake, and Ax, yeah, it's the final scene. The final scene. Axe is sad about losing his job. He's and really sad. He's about so sad. His job. Um and Melissa comes in and she goes hangs out with other people and and Tom Tom is is out of there, he's out of the picture. And <laughs> an X has a gift bag and he pulls these two things out and hands them to Jake and Margaret. He's like, These are for you and they're like, What the fuck are these? And he's like, I have no idea
0: Scott immediately said, Oh, a fishing game which is apparently
1: what these were. I I assumed it was something to do with fishing. I just wasn't quite sure. I, have, I don't know. But, yeah, and then I think Jake has a yellow one. Marco has a silver one. And Marco's like, Jake, uh-huh. let me see yours. Actually, I want this one. And Jake's like, what the and so fuck? And he just takes it. He just, he just takes, it. It. takes <laughs> it. And Jake's <laughs> like, well, wh- why do you get that one? And Marco's like, I like the color. And Jake's like, well, I want it. And they start arguing over these things. And Axe is just sitting there, like, staring off into space, having his little narration while Marco and Jake are playing.
0: And, like, Scott pointed out that he was doing very, like, deep, slow breathing while Marco and Jake (laughs) are fucking, like, just slapping at each other over (laughs) his lap to get their fishing (laughs) games back. And, like, the best part is, like, this very, like, serious narration is playing out as Axe has this, like, serious look on his face and, like... You can, if you listen really hard, you can just hear Jake and Marco being like, I want the yellow one. No, I want the yellow one. As they, like, bat at each other over the table. Oh, my God. And then Axe interrupts his own narration to talk about the important things. And what does he list as important things to buy? He's like
1: a foot massager and a fax machine and maybe a cheeseburger. And then something. a lava lamp. Yeah, a lava lamp. No,
0: not a lava lamp. Just the cheeseburger. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: He's just. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. see him seeing him become inoculated with like television and now with like consumer products has just been one of the highlights of this show for me.
0: It's truly probably the most genius idea this show has ever had. Oh my
1: it's <laughs> so good. These, like, these last two episodes are just uh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant.
2: I just,
1: what the fuck? We went from, like, the bottom of the bottom to, like, this shit. Like, this is probably <laughs> a contender for my favorite episode to date. Like.
0: For sure. Oh. Uh... For sure. I think Jeff mentioned recently in the Discord that this was his favorite or is, like, one of his favorite uh-huh. episodes. Yeah. Yeah, and I I absolutely agree. This and Axe's Big Day Out are probably
1: Mm -hmm. my
0: two favorites.
1: I did like the the second Jake Getting Infested one, too. But, -hmm. like, for a different reason. Because that one was more like, oh, look at us actually trying to, like, take the original source material kind of seriously. And, like, Mm -hmm. making a really valiant effort. Whereas Axe's Big Day Out and this one are just completely <laughs> off the rails ridiculous and amazing.
0: <laughs> I, just, I think for the TV show, I really love the off the rails ridiculous. Yeah. And like I, the books, I really appreciate the more serious ones, I think. Mm-hmm. But
1: like, that's not the TV show at all. Sure. Yeah, I think they really shine with the, with the silly ones. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking fondly back to episode... Like four when they were in the mall with Hans and Strudel. <laughs> like, I really liked that one too. It was really funny.
0: That one was very funny. I don't know if it was meant to be funny, but that
1: one was <laughs> very funny.
0: Get in the bag, parrot.
1: <laughs> Fucking Vivian or whatever her name was with the hair. Your favorite, your yes. favorite controller.
0: Yeah, with the very blunt bangs. Oh, my God. Very severe haircut, top to bottom. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, shit. Oh God. I wonder if at the end of the TV show we should do, like, a top five and a bottom five episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it would be really hard to figure out the bottom five, but the top five, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we should do that for sure.
1: Ugh. <sighs> So yeah, that was this episode. I loved it so much. It was so delightful.
0: (laughs) Oh, so much good Paolo material. He is just so good. Yeah.
1: Do we want to rate characters? Sure. Sure. (laughs)
0: Let's rate Jake (laughs) slash Sean.
1: I just loved him. I fucking fives.
0: Like, yeah, just, for sure.
1: Like, just, what a good boy. I loved his I, like, interaction with Marco. And with Tom.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did, I mean, I can't think of one thing he did that I didn't like. And he also got a lot of, like, one-on-one time with different characters this episode, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah.
1: Um, oh,
0: man. Yeah, That the Jake and Marco fight over which thing that they didn't know what it was that they wanted. <laughs> I
1: don't know what this is, but I want it. <laughs>
0: I like the color better. Yeah, me too. Oh, I, just... I just, the indignity.
1: I I kind of felt like that wasn't scripted. I kind of felt like they just let the cameras run on that one. And, and Boris reached over and was like, I'm going to do a bit. And then Sean played in the space with him.
0: I truly believe, like, he and Boris have such good chemistry that I truly believe that a lot of their interactions are just bits that the two of them come up with. Yeah. Uh, uh. And even if it's, like, not the bit that's on camera, you can tell that they're, like, goofing off together yeah. in their spare time. Yeah. And, like, not to read into it too much, but I Boris does mention that he still talks to Sean. Like... Oh. More than the others. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he and Sean are, like, still pretty close.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah, I me just, too. That's what really warmed my heart about, like, thinking specifically Lord of the Rings is just, like, how good of friends they all became. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, like, I have really fond memories of, of doing theater when I was in, in high school and just like the really just the camaraderie that you feel just being in that kind of environment is just like it's so pure
0: <sighs>
1: yeah and I love it when people remain friends after working on projects together
0: me too it's
1: friendship
0: <laughs> <sighs> it's just great fucking fives Fives. Oh, right. Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> I, <laughs> kind of, I was kind of staring off into the middle distance, oh. reminiscing. <laughs> twink, sorry. Twink, let's twink talk about Rachel
1: rock. slash Brooke. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking being being a sister, being being a good friend to Melissa. Mm-hmm. And like, okay. First of all, five. But like,
0: she pulled off that scene. That was written total bullshit of pull the cell phone away, say it's not on, pretend you have stomach cramps and you're gonna puke
1: immediately. Yeah, yeah,
0: she made that not as awkward as it should have been. Yeah,
1: I agree. Very, very good acting. I agree. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was like for as much as I really thought the writing in this episode was a lot better, like there were still a couple of hiccups, and that was kind of like one of the hiccups that I noticed. But yeah, she did, Mm -hmm. she did really good with it, so.
0: Yeah, she made it almost not completely jarring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, Yep.
0: Yeah, so five. Yeah. What about Tobias? Christopher, 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 Christopher. Christopher.
1: (laughs) He had maybe one line, two lines? I think two. (laughs) I think two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he he did a video game and he pointed out the the consumer report guy yep he was there but he did it good he did a video game he sat on a chair
0: uh- <laughs> all the things we want
1: from tobias oh. sitting
0: on chairs pointing out people <laughs> standing following rachel he nailed them
1: all he well, I mean, pointing out something, you know, that's that's very, you know, Tobias Hawk like, you know, he's the he's mm-hmm. the spotter of the group, he's the Legolas of the group.
0: <laughs> yes, also in the way that he stands by quietly.
1: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say he's that like the, the hawk book is. Version of Legolas. Y- yeah, yeah. I would say that the yes. Harris Hawk is quiet, but also the Harris Hawk is not canon, so. <laughs>
0: Right, and they've also seemingly eliminated the hawk from the show
1: entirely. Oh, that's kind of sad. We will
0: only see Tobias as a man now.
1: Bring back the hawk so I can complain about how loud the hawk is. <laughs> but Tobias, Tobias was a man. He was Tobias a was a man. Hawk man. A man. Maybe he was just has a hawk. Five stars for me. But he was still <laughs> Christopher. Christopher. Yes. He was fine five yes
0: uh. what about Nadja slash Cassie
1: had <laughs> even less of a role to play that device <laughs> yep I did appreciate that, that she was the one to come into the store with Jake because like that implies yes. something I think maybe love <laughs> <laughs> I wish she'd had more to do though me too
0: but. Honestly, like I just was so glad that they were all there. Me too. Like in a perfect world, Nadia would have had more to do with it, but I'm truly just glad she was there. Yep. Happy to be there. And is always excellent reaction work. work. <laughs> She's the best reaction work. She she does amazing she reaction. Has the work. best faces. <laughs> she does. She's great. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk about Boris slash Marco.
1: Did you notice that Marco changed his hair? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was so distracted. It was like <laughs> quintessential boy band, like, 90s haircut. Usually it's like so, slicked back, but this time it, it kind of came forward into kind of like a, I don't know, sort of bangs. A, a, a hair curtain. A curtain, yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. good. So what you're saying... We've been doing this
0: podcast for like over two years now, and maybe three. I can't tell. What is time? And after all of the books where everybody made fun of Marco for his haircut, we finally come full circle, and you are the one that (laughs) can't let the haircut go. (laughs) I have the haircut
1: power now. You have have the haircut destiny
0: of the (laughs) book.
1: I have something to say.
0: This is what we've been building towards yep. all these years. Yep. I'm just saying. it was... It's over three years. I figured it out. 2018,
1: 2019. Oh, so shit. 20. Has it really been three years? years oh, my months. God. Wow. I feel old. We're ancient it's people. It's been 84 years.
0: <laughs> or is it 85 years?
1: We're as ancient
0: as Tom. Yes. That's a deep spiral cut for... For Redtail, that was for you. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, you get a shout out. You get a shout out. Everybody gets beans. Um, anyways, Marco yeah. changed okay. his hair.
1: I loved him. Uh, I like his little dance.
0: Five for the shimmy, and that is it five. For the, he could have done the worst fucking job ever. He didn't because he's forced. but he could have done the worst job ever and that shimmy would have given him a five. Oh my god.
1: They all get fives because they're all the best.
0: Yeah, but we haven't even talked about Paulo yet and I don't
1: want to be Oh my god! I mean, he doesn't get a five. He gets a trillion. He gets a fucking
0: trillion. <laughs> Breaking our convention. As usual. <laughs> as
1: usual. I always shoot for the stars when it comes to my dear baby boy.
0: Because then you'll land among the moons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then he'd correct me on my bad science.
0: Oh, yeah. He'd be very upset that you just said that. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Uh,
1: I feel like they're learning a little bit too late that Paula should really be the star of the show.
0: (laughs) I feel like they really should have made it Axe and Friends. Yes. An Animorph spin-off. Yes. And, like, see, okay, now this is genius. Just Axe's adventures. The books can be, like, you can (gasps) sprinkle in anecdotes in the background to, like, imply Mm -hmm. that you're in the timeline, Mm -hmm. but these are just the side adventures that were not in the books.
1: Oh, my God. That's that's literally what I want. That's... That... (laughs) uh, How many times have we expressed our desires for the kids to just have these like random adventures where they're not fighting for their lives they're just fucking chilling out and having a good time One million. Oh my god that's what they show
0: yes this that should be uh, it that's that's it That's
1: all we wanted that's all and yes. eric gets a five and melissa gets a five uh, yeah tom gets a two gustav gets a five Gustav definitely gets a five. <laughs> Chapman gets a three. Sure, he was there. He was there. Who else was there? I Mrs. Kim gets a five. <laughs> 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 all, oh, Gustav. All the customer extra people get fives.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Fucking Gustav. The bats get
0: a five. Bats were great. They nailed it. Very
1: bat-like. Ten out of ten. Oh, <laughs> I was like, were there any other animals in here? No, but I forgot to mention that when Axe morphs out of his human morph and into his Andalite, he also does the weird mouth thing. And I wonder if he watched the footage <laughs> of Visor Three morphing and was like, I hope I so. want to do dumb mouth things too. Genius, dumb mouth things. Love it. Got it. Ship it! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's it.
0: I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I've got. I don't. I don't have any other things to
1: mention. What a good episode! Yes,
0: it was fantastic.
1: How many more do we have? Three,
0: three or four, three or four. Yeah.
1: Hmm. something like that. Holy shit! We're getting there! Uh, I hope the last one is good at least. I hope so too. I hope it doesn't end on a stinker.
0: If the ending is what I think it is, we'll at least get one great scene at the end. Okay. 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 So, even if the episode sucks, we'll end on a great note. I like that idea. Then it is set in stone. We shall make it so. Yes. Yes. Alright, if you would please email me the gif of Marco shimmying, <laughs> please send that directly to anonymousanimorphs at gmail.com or Facebook it to me on the Animorphs Anonymous page or our super secret, super awesome subgroup, the Andalite Bandalites, which is facebook.com slash group slash Anonymous Post that shit there for everybody to see. Everyone. Or you can tweet at me, which I am now very active on I've really hit the next level. It's at <laughs> Animorphs Anonymous. On Twitter, I'm learning how to twit. And scheme. So then there's also our InstaSlam, which is at Animorphs Anonymous. You can send it to me there. It will take me days to realize you sent me a <laughs> message. But you can send it to me there. Maybe
1: I should take over the Instagram because I've basically left Twitter, but I'm semi-active on Instagram. So maybe we'll just switch this off.
0: I don't even know what's happening. I think there's an easier way to switch up all my... Okay. Real talk, I I run the social medias for, uh, how many Instagrams do I have to manage? Christ. I have six oh to manage. Oh, my God. So it, that's why it takes me so long, because Facebook does send me a notification, like, you have a message on Instagram. But, like, I may not always remember which account it's for. Okay. So I'll get there. I'll get there eventually. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, super exciting news. We're also on YouTube now. <gasps> YouTube. YouTube. Yes, we
0: have video. We have vi-
1: Well, I mean, kind of video. So what we're, do- <laughs> so what we're doing at the YouTube is um, we are posting our old episodes on there with a title card that is pretty cool to look at. If I do say so myself and uh yeah you can listen to us on youtube now and then i think occasionally we'll post some like cool videos we have our michael grant interview up on there mm-hmm. um which is super worth watching because uh, you can see faces as well as just hear voices um <gasps> and then also we are sharing that that channel with uh cadmus to crisis our our sister podcast i guess now or brother podcast our sibling podcast
0: it's, I don't know. Um, I
1: don't know at all. Yeah. So uh, I think for YouTube, you can search. Can you search Animorphs Anonymous? I don't know how tags work. Anyway, you can go to Strong Shapes International, <laughs> and uh, you will find us there.
0: Yes. And you can look up animal Anonymous. And there's a few videos that are not ours, not owned by us, but is content by us. Yeah. Uh, and then if you look up animal Synonymous Talks to Michael Grant, that'll come up, or you know, we'll eventually figure out the algorithms. It'll just take a little while. We're new at this. We're babies. We're new. But yeah, there's, you know, Strong Shape International. Hit us up. And um, there's going to be, as Casey said, some Animal Synonymous content there. But there's also going to be other content that is neither to Crisis nor Animorphs Synonymous that Drew and I are going to throw up there. Ooh. Details to come, but we're pretty excited about it.
1: <gasps> I'm excited.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, and Discord too. Oh yeah, yes.
1: Um uh going back to the whole like if you want to talk to us or to other Andromeda fans, you can join our Discord server where we do just that. We talk like every day. It's super fun. Everyone's really cool. And if you want to join our shenanigans, you can hit us up on any of our socials. We'll give you the link. And occasionally we post the link in our Andalite Bandalites Facebook subgroup. So, look for that. Please.
0: Yes. And if I do say my so myself, this Discord has the best cats
1: ever. <gasps> there's so many good So
0: many good cats. So many good kitties. So many good ones. And oh horses and dogs. And Yeah, the the horse is broken. But <laughs> the cats are all good. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's also plants, but those are slightly less exciting than critters, I think. That's not true.
0: Those cacti were pretty <gasps> yeah, legit. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Uh, anyway, there's stuff. Come join us. There's there's a lot. Of, as you can tell,
1: <laughs> from all of our pitches. At least I'm not. There's stuff. At least I'm not like, oh, we have an X Men channel now anymore. You could still say that. We still do have an X Men <laughs> channel. <laughs> but that was like that was like my thing for a while. It's like, please come to our Discord. The main thing we have to offer is. <laughs> An X-Men channel on Please our Animorphs. Please come to store. our
0: Animorphs Discord. We have X-Men. Please come. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. If I fucking hate all the content you just mentioned, but love graphic novels. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Oh. Uh, if you want to, yeah, if you want to look at a thing that I write and make and draw with my hands. I do. And mind. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I have a webcomic, and it is called b You, and it is a romance set in the early 2000s about music, and if you want to read that for free, you can go to B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U com and do just that. If you want to read it for less free, but also see early pages and get, like, works in progress and other cool art stuff, uh, you can go to Patreon and uh, support me there, and that is at patreon.com slash Studios.
0: And I highly suggest you become a patron so that you can see Casey announcing the end of a flashback. Yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Yay. The flashback is over. And I was like, but it's only just begun. only just
1: begun. (laughs) Uh,
0: Very exciting times.
1: So I heard about the YouTube channel and how there's like to Crisis on there. But like, what exactly Mm -hmm. is that, though? It's just a
0: a ding dong podcast a ding dongs. <laughs> 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 it's a great
1: pitch. <laughs> no, you want me to ding dong, go listen to this podcast.
0: You want me a ding dong, go listen to cavister <laughs> <laughs> Crisis. No, it's it's Shit. a <laughs>
1: <laughs> What a ding dong now. <laughs> I'm so hungry.
0: Well, great news. Go go listen to Cavister <laughs> Crisis. <They're> <laughs> <up green laughs> there's over there. a there's a bunch of ding dongs <laughs> over there. <laughs> uh, oh no it's it's a podcast about 90s super boy that's right the the 90s version of him he's a boy and he's super i say 90s we just read two comics from 2015 um which are kind of like offshoots of it yeah it's it's where superman okay it's called convergence because a whole bunch of worlds converge and superman is supposed to kill super boy so it's the ultimate fight of who is more powerful But we always know, and it's never in doubt, that Superman is more powerful. But there is some super awesome stuff that happens in there, and it's kind of an offshoot. So, you know, it's it's one you can listen to and not know much about Superboy. Anyways, anyways, I'm on it. I do voices. I say dumb shit. Uh, there's a bunch of ding-dongs, as I promised earlier, <laughs> including David and Drew from our Alternomorphs podcast, or Drew from Megamorphs 4 in the Time of the Dinosaurs. 4? Jesus. Megamorphs 2 in the Time of the Dinosaurs. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's it's a great time for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. I have
1: fun. Oh, no. And that's all that matters. Yay! <laughs> You're the only one that matters in this equation. Yeah.
0: I would say David and Drew are having a terrible time, Aww. but I'm enjoying myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who cares about them? It's all uh, about you.
0: I don't care about them at all. Yeah. Um. Oh. Okay. One last cool piece of news. Ooh, Business. Tell That's me the news. That's not right. Can I? Can I tell you about this cool thing that I got to listen to? Yeah. Okay. I like things. So they're they're. Well, do you like stuff? I do like stuff. <gasps> I'm
1: getting so hyped. Do you now. like?
0: sporadic do you like phantoms
1: I I think so what
0: okay what is thing what if I just didn't tell you what if I just <laughs> right what
1: you, t- you can't do this to me you can't lead me astray this way
0: oh okay well then I'll tell help you help me <laughs> throw me a bone okay so there is a newer podcast that's just started to come out <gasps> called sporadic phantoms <gasps> Spooky. And I'm telling you about it because they sent us an episode to listen to in advance. And it is pretty freaking cool. So, Is it about ghosts? I just wanted to... Yes. But no. <laughs> it's um, not at all about ghosts, actually, now that I've said yes. <laughs> you so lied to me. it's actually... I lied to you completely just to get you in- invested in this. No, it's it's an Animorphs podcast. And Ooh. it is um, them all going through as if they're investigating... Uh, And the first episode is about investigating daps and lumber and, like, all of the weird shit surrounding it. So it's, like, an investigative journalist goes in and just basically, like, researches everything until he gets too close to the source. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. And I won't tell you any more. But it's very cool. The production values are very high on it. And there's a commercial in the middle of it, like... You know, as if you would, like, add a commercial into your podcast it's about dealing Dan, and it's perfect. Oh. I laughed out oh, loud, no. like, multiple times. It's very good. So, yeah. I just thought I'd tell you about this cool thing and uh, tell other people listening to this podcast about this cool thing as well because I enjoyed it. Ooh. And we can listen to that wherever podcasts are, probably? Yeah, here. Let me, um, let me pull up some of their socials real quick. Yeah, I mean... You should listen to podcasts wherever podcasts are, because that's where the podcasts (laughs) are, and you should go there. What? Outrageous. (laughs) What is slander? (laughs) What nonsense have I spewed? But um, if you want to check out their tweet-or, it's at Sporadic Phantom. And then I believe they're also on Facebook, I'm assuming, at Sporadic Phantom. You could probably Google them, too. You could probably Google them. I Googled them, and it came up, so you know. It's fine. Cool. I like it. Yes. <sighs> so yeah, that's that's what I have to tell you about. And I, I think that's everything I have to tell you
1: about. That's everything on the docket. And I guess yeah. it is time yeah. for us to go to the mall and buy some real shit cell phones and hope that there's no surprises hiding inside. Oh my no, god I'm though definitely buying that water gun. Do you remember the plastic cell phones that had like candy in them <gasps> yes oh my god oh my god
0: and they were like pink yeah! green or yeah! yeah oh oh fuck why did we ever stop doing that shit i don't know oh man god the 90s was insane fuck.
1: i wanna let's go back and live there because i'm tired of can we this, this place time.
0: God. Yeah. I mean yeah, just oh, the candy alone. Oh. All
1: right, oh, let's go God. get candy. I
0: found Dunkaroos the other What?
1: Day. Oh, yes. Yes. They've they brought those back. It's it's a holy miracle.
0: Huzzah! Let's go get some Dunkaroos. All right.
1: We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.